Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 153. I'm your host, Alejandro Oveda. I want to welcome you to another blazing week. What a big week for the podcast. You know, we're reaching a huge milestone, and I owe it all to you. Thank you for taking this journey with me, your boy, The Blaze. We've been doing this for the past two years, and we are still going strong. I just want to remind you to really share this podcast with a friend, with a family member, someone who hasn't heard of the, the Blaze podcast. Let them know it's a weekly podcast, and they can find every episode on Thursday of every week. You know, we've been on a roll as of late with no signs of stopping. So you can find this podcast on all your streaming services. Uh, I like to use Spotify or Anchor. Um, but this week, you know, it's just has such such a good vibe already. Uh, last weekend, we made a big, big move and, and, and recorded the, the another installment of the Blaze podcast uh, or Blaze Talks. Um, and, you know, I just can't wait to, to, to drop this for you guys. Um, I really f- finally got my foot down and really started making some moves. Uh, just trying to give you guys some content. And with this new Blaze Talks, you know, uh, it's the first of the year. Uh, so it's one of my favorite local artists. Um, I, I just can't wait to, to give that to you guys next week. So make sure you guys... Tune in every week. Make sure you guys tune in next week, especially for that uh, new Blaze Talks. You know, I've been on my thing this last couple of weeks just trying to get myself and this podcast ready for 2022. We've been making those moves, um, and I just can't comprehend, you know, this milestone that we're about to reach this week. And... Even though um, there's so much great things, and I just, you know, we got to praise God for that, for everything that he has gave me to give to you guys, especially with all the support, with all the the different key elements that this podcast would never have been, you know, uh, just my parents, my siblings, my wife, my friends, my cousins, people who have supported me since day one, you know, I, I really owe it all to you guys. Uh, but I often, you know, when I, when I look at these milestones, I, it all often gets the best of me because, you know, uh, I'm trying to live my life without no regret, you know, trying to live my life to the fullest, try to get every moment and live in that moment. Uh, but it, it, it's been hard, you know, it's been hard, uh, just trying to surpass some some of these uh, barriers that that have been in front of me, and I, I'm not I'm not blaming anybody but myself, and 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 it's just the hard work that I've been putting into this, and uh, not putting into other areas, and you know I'm starting to realize that I need to uh, spend my time wise more wisely, uh, and also just be who I am. Uh, not to give up on who I am. And and that's for anything that comes my way. I just have to be myself. And that has been my uh, one of my resolutions this year, just trying to be more clear uh, about who I am and, and try to relate that uh, to everything that I do. Um, 
but really since starting this podcast, uh, I haven't really had the time to think about what's gonna uh, what's gonna become of this. You know, um, this is still my second kind of job. I really, I really love this job. I really like to do this job. I, I want to do it a little bit differently. Um, so throughout this year, I just hope you guys um, just st- stay along for the journey. Uh, we're going to be g- going through a lot of changes, a lot of different things that I want to implement, um, and really take this uh, more seriously and also uh, try to make more connections with this podcast. Um but this week, I mean, we st- we just got to celebrate. We got to keep continuing with these good vibes with what's ahead of us. You know, like I said, I've been trying to change a lot of my diet. I've been trying try to, uh, you know, eat a lot better. Um, I've been eating a lot of bananas. I've been drinking this probiotic drink in the morning. Um, I've been eating a lot of pear, apples, oranges, um, <laughs> You know, just trying to feel better throughout the day. Uh, I've been I've been noticing that I've been uh, having a lot more energy throughout the day. Uh, been able to finishing finish my day really on top of it, and then also you know really feeling like I've been getting enough sleep. Um, usually when I hit a Thursday, I'm so super tired. You know, sometimes it's the hardest thing to do is to wake up, especially from a, a warm bed. Uh, you know, the, the weather right now is just like this perfect weather. Uh, but really, I've been wanting to just get out, uh, start the day off strong, do something positive. You know, if it's just cleaning the house, if it's just, you know, preparing my lunch for the day, just knowing that all these things that I'm doing are going to uh, get me to where I want to be, you know, just... The hard work that you put in is the hard uh, is the reward that you will receive, and you know sometimes it's not monetization. You know sometimes it's just being able to talk or being able to communicate or being able to be uh, the person you are, and and that's something that I'm engaging in right now. Especially with this diet, it has been really showing me. You know, I have a, a, a lot of I, I have a lot of. Um, discipline um i just have to practice more discipline you know and they say that uh if you don't have talent you have to really uh make it up with discipline so that's something that i'm really trying to implement in my life too right now um but i've seen you know a little bit of weight loss i've been seeing uh like i said my sleep has been really really good uh, my, just my energy has been a lot better and just how I feel about life is, is almost a different kind of feeling. So I'm just trying to make this year a more healthy year, uh, starting off with my mental, starting off with my, uh, you know, with my health, uh, just making sure that I, I'm driving myself into the right direction. Um, and with this Blaze Talks, man, I got to tell you, it really pumped me up for this podcast. So I hope you guys are, are just staying along with the podcast and just progressing with us at the same time. So make sure you guys uh, stick around as we talk about a lot more on this uh, episode. But this week, you know, I was able to listen to a lot of music, but this week I really wanted to review one of my childhood, one of my favorite childhood artists. Um, Big Boy is half of the of Outcast. 
He's a rapper, songwriter, record producer, and actor. Um, if you know the movie ATL, he, he's uh, in that. Um, Big Boy released Purple Ribbon All-Stars, uh, which includes Killer Mike, Sleepy Brown, I think Bubba Sparks, uh, Fonsworth Bentley. Um, but they released Got Perp Volume 2 in 2005. So that's when he first went solo in 2005. Uh, Big Boy has then worked solo since the late 2000s. Um, with his first release, Sir Lucius Left Foot, um, which was one of, I, I think, one of my favorites from his uh, discography. Um, the Son of Chico, uh, oh, that, that's, the, that's the same one, The Son of Chico Dusty. That was in 2010. Uh, Vicious Lies and Dangerous Rumors. Um, that was in 2012, uh, and a, bo a Boomerverse, and that was uh, his latest one in 2017. But he also teamed up with um, Fantagram, which is a you know electronic, uh, I don't know how to say electronic rock band, I would say. Um, but they released uh, Big Grams, and, and that one really took off and really made him, you know, uh, more of a household name in the solo game. Uh, but Big Boy's been doing this for a long time, and he's been seeing a lot of success in his, in his solo endeavors. And I always look forward to listening to uh, a new Big Boy uh, project. Uh, but with this latest project, The Big Sleepover, he collaborated with Sleepy Brown, which was a member of uh, the Dungeon family and also uh, the Purple Ribbon All-Stars. Um, but this album, you know, was filled with artists from both clans, uh, from, I think, um, also the Dungeon family. I, I think, I forgot the other group, but anyway. Um but listening to this album, you know, it was super easy. I mean, this is something that you can just put in the background, do, you know, the, the dishes, do <laughs> clean the house or whatever you got to do to really just vibe out. Um, and like I said, I'm just a huge fan of Big Boy and his style. You know, he brings like this funky feel to, to, to hip hop. And this one actually spoke to me a little bit, um, especially with how they reintroduce themselves. Um, and, and really, you, you get this new kind of uh, style of, of music that you haven't heard for a long time. So it's it's nostalgia, but at the same time, it gives you a new experience, you know? But it creates new great vibes um, and, and sonically charged. I mean, this energy, definitely you can vibe out to. Uh, but the duo, you know, teased this album later in 2019. But be, I, I would probably think because of, you know, the because of COVID and, and the pandemic, um, they weren't able to really get that project out. Uh, so I, I would think that they were making music throughout that time. And then now uh, they released the project. Um, and that chemistry of the artist is definitely undeniable. Uh, and it's not overloading. I think with artists, you know, they, they kind of uh, allow their that feel of a, of a good vibe album. He definitely had this uh, 
you know, Dungeon Family marked all over it. You know, they came to be a part of something, I think, that hasn't been heard for a long time. Uh, just the style of uh, music that, you know, Big Boy puts out. Um, I, I can't really say that there's a definite hit on there, but, you know, I enjoy all of uh, Big Boy's content. So my favorite songs off the Big Sleepover are Lowercase featuring Killer Mike, In You, and that's, you know, Sleepy Brown and Big Boy, um, and Sucker Free featuring Killer Mike. I mean, Killer Mike, to me, stole the show on this album. Uh, of course, he's one of my favorites as well. Uh, but definitely uh, make sure you guys tune in every week as we uh, like to bring you uh, guys new music. So uh, make sure you check out Big Boy and Sleepy Brown's The Big Sleepover. And this week, we were able to watch a lot of different movies. Um, man, Netflix right now had has two a couple of movies that I wanted to talk about. But the one I want to talk about this week is called The Unforgivable. And it's starring Sandra Bullock. Um, it's uh, about a woman who is, you know, 20 years old, uh, gets a sentence of 20 years uh, for committing a violent crime. Um, and then it really tells the story about how this uh, woman has to live a normal life, you know, outside of, uh, of the prison, um, trying to find... Uh, her real goals, uh, finding herself, um, understanding herself, and especially the life that she has uh, now become uh, a reality. You know, uh, coming out of prison for 20 years, sometimes you maybe not think you might get out. Maybe you might feel like you might die in that prison. You know, 20 years is a long time. Uh, but definitely the story... Ha ha there's a lot more to the story, I'll say, um, but it's one that I can't really tell you um, too much about. You guys would have to definitely check it out for yourself. Uh, but it really makes you think about, you know, the prison system and especially how they make uh, these prisoners, you know, come back and try to live a normal life. Um, it's a true story. Um and I think it was actually produced by Sandra Bullock as well. So this this movie to me it was a it was a tearjerker. It had everything that you wanted to see, um, a lot of action as well. It was, it was kind of different. Um, but knowing that this was a true story, you know, you really have to take into account like this happens a lot. You know, um, especially when you're trying to rebuild relationships with with new and uh, people that are from your past, uh, trying to implement, you know, a, a different structure to life. Um, I just think, you know, it, it it's really hard to to uh, be someone coming from a prison system and trying to live uh, a actual life. You know, trying to find a job, uh, trying to find a place to live, and 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 trying to just make do. You know, um, I definitely suggest you guys checking the unforgivable it's on netflix i i think there was a mini series uh that came out in 2009 that you know um really had this story as well uh, but it is a true story like i said uh, and 
it's based on basically um, a woman, like I said, a woman that comes out of prison and she's trying to uh, fulfill her goals, you know, and I won't let you know who the goals are because it's part of the movie, but I, I, I think you guys should check it out um, and let me know what you guys think. And this week, I just want to remind you guys to stay safe, you know, uh, especially if you work in the retail section. Uh, as a 22-year-old man was arrested after he grabbed a grocery store employee by the neck and head and threw him to the ground while attempting to steal from a store earlier in the month. Um, this happened at West and Ashland on January 7th, around 5 p.m., uh, Foster and the woman attempted to leave the store without paying, and the security system in the shopping cart locked the wheels when the cart exited the store. An employee who was collecting the shopping carts in the parking lot intervened, grabbing the shopping cart to prevent the theft. Well, that person grabbed the employee by the neck and head, threw them to the ground, and taunted the victim. And also other employees. You know, this is something that happens more often. And then the guy punched the victim repeatedly, causing him to fall backward um, as the woman took items from the cart and left the scene. There were serious injuries, um, including loss of consciousness, a fractured skull, internal brain bleeding. Uh, then they transported the victim to the hospital. You know, this is a sad thing that we see so much of, you know, especially as I work at a grocery store, seeing how many times people try to steal. And even if you tell them, you know, wh whatever you do, just don't go overboard and try to be a security guard. You know, something like just telling them, hey, stop, hey, stop. That That's almost enough. Uh, it's hard It's hard these days to, to know exactly what's going on, um, especially if you are a customer in the store. Who knows if they might have a gun? Uh, that's also been an issue around, you know, uh, retail stores of, as of late, getting robbed at gunpoint. So these are things that I want people to be looking out for, even if you work in retail or if you're also a customer at, re at a retail store. Know your surroundings. Know who is coming in and out of the store as much as you can. Also, if you have security and you see someone that may be a suspect, make sure you call security to, to do the job, you know, or a police officer, um, as a grocery worker myself, I don't feel like it is my duty to try to stop a theft. I think it's the store's duty or somebody else's. Like, to me, my life and my health is not worth any grocery, any money. Um, so I just suggest if that happens to you at any retail store, just give them what they want. Um, and it... To me, it's just these types of people that are ruining for, for everybody else, you know, that people that don't do anything wrong and get kind of profiled, you know, and 
It's these instances where we try to stay safe. But safe it only comes with more crime. You know, that's what I feel like. Like these guys target these stores because they know they can get away with it. It's safe. It's a place where they can go and take whatever they want. You know, I, I just feel like we are disadvantaged in, in a way to protect ourselves in a way that, you know, it, it's scary now to, to think that anything can happen. Anything can happen. Um, so I just want you guys to know that things like this are happening, especially not only at Safe Mart. You know, I, I, I've heard other instances at, at uh, liquor stores, you know, um, banks. So anywhere that you know that you might be a victim, make sure you be proactive, you know, make sure you guys take the necessary pro protocols. I mean, to me is I know not to, to intervene. They tell us not to intervene. So whoever that was that intervened in this case right here probably got fired. I'm not too sure. Um, I'm not like, on top of that kind of stuff, but I just know I want to make sure you guys are aware that these kinds of crimes are happening and to stay safe, either if you're an employee or a customer. And this week I was able to listen to a lot of local music, but one song that I wanted to really talk about was the Fashan and Planet Asia with their hit, Heat of Heart of a lie. <laughs> and this week I was able to listen to a lot of local music, but this week I wanted to talk about the new song by Fashan and Sir Veterano, Heart of a Lion, which is featuring Planet Asia. And I got to tell you guys, this song is amazing. Planet Asia is one of Fresno's OGs. You know, he's been making moves this year, gaining a lot of traction. Fashan is also a Fresno MC, which I would consider him uh, the second generation of Fresno rappers, which has made his way through the industry, creating some great music, creating some great content, and really showing that you could be a successful artist here in Fresno. Uh, but this song is crazy. Uh, the beat is produced by Sir Veterano. And I feel like this is a way that Fresno can break through into the industry with a duo like Fashan and Planet Asia. Uh, but this song, like I said, is crazy. The beat is led by a piano chords. Then that snare ble bleeds through which gives Planet Asia, you know, that chance to burn this track. Then Fashan hops on it, kills the track, and now it's already a Fresno hit. You know, I was super excited to see two legends that I admire come together for the city and make this type of heat. I hope this type of collaboration comes more often, you know, especially with this type of content, I just feel like this duo is dangerous. And I definitely love to see 
two of our OGs working together. You know, this really puts the city on fire. And I can't wait to see this song performed. So make sure you guys check out Fashan and Sir Veterano, Heart of a Lion, featuring Planet Asia. The video is out now, and you can also listen to it on Spotify. Now let's talk about our Fresno State men's basketball, who has a 14-5 record. And this week, they were 1-1 one one throughout the week. Uh, their first game was against Nevada at Nevada on January 21st. And they lost 73-77, to but they were led by number 10, Orlando Robinson, who scored 26 points and 12 rebounds. Then the Dogs took on New Mexico, also on the road, on January 25th. That was on Tuesday, and they got the win, 65-60. to And they were led by Anthony Holland, who's number 25. He scored 22 points, 8 rebounds, and had 2 steals. The Dogs this week will take on Boise State at home on January 28th on Friday at 8 p.m. And then they'll be on the road again against San Jose State, which will be Tuesday, February 1st. So make sure you guys tune in for more on your Fresno State Bulldogs. Now let's talk about our women's Fresno State basketball team, who is 7-11 right now, and they were on the losing end this week. Uh, they played at New Mexico on January 22nd. Uh, they lost 74-80. to They were led by Haley Cavender, who, who scored 21 points and, 12, and grabbed 12 rebounds. And then on January 24th, they played Colorado State at home and lost 67 to 78. But they were also led by Haley Cavender, who scored 20 points and 10 rebounds. And this week, the our uh, ladies will take on uh, Utah State on January 29th. That will be Saturday at 2 p.m. And then they'll be playing uh, on the road at Boise State. February 2nd, and that will be Wednesday. So make sure you guys tune in for more on your women's Fresno State basketball team. Now let's talk about the NFL and what a wild divisional round we got. Um, let's start off with the Bengals and Titans. You know, the Bengals ended up beating the Titans 19-16. to John Burrow had a wonderful game, throwing the ball 28 for 37 with 348 yards. Um, I couldn't believe that the Bengals got the upset. And then we had the 49ers versus the Green Bay Packers, and the Niners beat the Packers 13-10, to uh, led by a great, great uh, kick uh, by um, Robbie Gold uh, to seal the deal at the end. And then we got the Rams versus the Buccaneers, which the Rams end up beating the Buccaneers 30-27. to and that was another uh, kick by uh, Matt Gay uh, to win that game. And then uh, the Bills and the Chiefs. What an amazing game this game was. I, I, this should have been the AFC Championship game in my, uh, in my mind. Um, but the Bills uh, lost to the Kansas City uh, Chiefs 36-42. to in what could have been anybody's ball game. I mean, 
what a what a fantastic game we saw the lead go back and forth back and forth all the way to the to the um overtime uh both Josh Allen and Mahomes had a wonderful game Josh Allen threw 27 for 37 for 329 yards and four touchdowns and Mahomes threw for 33 for 44 with 378 yards for three touchdowns this was probably the game of the year. I don't know how, you know, how it could have could have really been a result of a coin flip to decide this game. You know, a lot of people say that the rules should change because, you know, we're, we're coming into a newer uh, offensive faceted game. Um, I feel like Josh Allen played a fantastic game. I think... This is going to be a matchup, Josh Allen versus Mahomes, that will be in the future. It's going to go down every year probably. I don't see um, that the that the Bills can't come and, and beat the Chiefs uh, next year. You know, it's going to be a, a great NFL Conference Championship weekend. You know, as the Bengals, they did defeat the, the Titans in a, in a uh, upset and John Burrow is just playing amazing right now. So this AFC Championship game, Bengals versus Chiefs, is going to be fantastic. And then we got the 49ers and the Rams in the NFC Championship game, which both teams, I mean, have been playing great in the last few weeks of football. Um, the Niners just getting by uh, the Packers. And uh, the Rams just getting by the Buccaneers. What a, what a both great seasons for Tom Brady and also Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but seeing that the 49ers and Rams are making this, uh, you know, NFC West basically championship game, I definitely going to be paying attention to this uh, matchup. Uh, but my predictions for this week uh, for the Bengals versus Chiefs will be the Chiefs on top. Um, it's going to be a high-scoring game, probably over 50, I would definitely say. I'm not too sure what the line is for that game, but it's going to be back and forth just like that uh, Chiefs game uh, with the Bills. And then uh, the 49ers and the Rams, man, this is going to be a slobber knocker. I really I hate to pick a, a team out of this one, but if I were to pick a team that has been playing Really lights out. I would have to say it was is the 49ers, especially knowing that you know SoFi Stadium doesn't really get sold out by Rams fans, um, and knowing that the last time that the 49ers went to SoFi Stadium, they took over, um, and it was almost a home game for the Niners. I think it's going to depend on what the crowd energy is going to be and who's going to really come out and and take advantage of. Um, that energy, you know, I, I think it's going to be the 49ers to win that game. But if the Rams go go by the Niners, I think it's going to be a by a field goal or by less than, uh, you know, two touchdowns at least. So the, both these games are going to be uh, awesome. And then next week we'll see the Pro Bowl and then uh, February 13th, the Super Bowl. So make sure you guys tune in for more on the NFL as we see. Um, these NFL Conference Championship games conclude. Now let's talk about the NBA. And let's just mention uh, the power rankings this week. As we see a lot of changes 
And this week we start with uh, the fifth best team in the league, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers with a record of 27-19. and 19. Uh, Joel Embiid remains to show that he's one of the best offensive players in the league. He's been averaging 33.9 points in the last five weeks, shooting 55% from the field and 42% from the three-point range. Um, we see that Embiid is most of Philadelphia's offense. The Sixers' two wins last week were versus Orlando and uh, San Antonio, but with Embiid uh, registering the two highest usage rates for any player in this season, you know, um, it's been tough to see uh, Philadelphia right now, especially trying to go without Ben Simmons. They still haven't met uh, a suitor for Ben Simmons yet, so that could be coming in the next couple of weeks. Um, and at number four, we got the Milwaukee Bucks, who are 30 and 19. Uh, the, the Bucks were struggling, you know, losing six of their last eight last Monday, but they ended up coming back from a six-game absence uh, of Drew Holiday, um, and they won three straight, which uh, th they were pretty big wins with uh, versus Memphis and at Chicago. And they held both of those uh, offenses to 100 points or less. And at number three, we got Golden State Warriors with a record of 34-13. You know, the Warriors haven't been playing all too great, uh, but they're definitely getting by. Uh, Draymond Green is still out. Klay Thompson um, was a late scratch earlier this week. Steph Curry continues to have struggles from the three-point line, going 5-for-26 uh, from the three over the weekend. You know, they've been able to really win ugly uh, a few times the last week. Uh, one against Houston, and then and then also uh, another game uh, missing his uh, step back game winner. Uh, the Warriors are now fifteen and eight in games that were within five points, so they're second ranked in clutch defense. Um, but the overall defense hasn't been as solid as it is uh, when Green's in the lineup. So they're missing Green right now, and, and hopefully, it, you know, they got one more week without him. Uh, but at number two, we got the Memphis Grizzlies, um, who have a record of 32-17. and 17. The Grizzlies' last five games were one of the toughest stretches of the schedule so far. Um, the first eight games in 12 days, while they have to go without both Desmond Bain and Tyus Jones. Um, so winning two out of five ain't bad, but the Grizz really outscored the Bulls 40-18. Uh, and John, John Morant really put together a, a great performance, uh, especially with his 360 layup uh, that, that looked like it was a circus shot, but John Morant is one of those guys that can really get it done in the paint. And uh, I, I feel like the Grizzlies are, are yet to, to meet their full potential. So at number two, I, I expect the Memphis Grizzlies to step their games up, uh, especially playing against San Antonio, Utah, and Washington. They might even jump up to the number one spot next week. Uh, but right now in the number one spot, we still hold the Phoenix Suns with a record of 36-9. and nine. 
You know, they've been playing lights out. Uh, they had victories this week over the Spurs and the Pacers. Um, they've been leading, you know, all their game, most of their games, they've led by double digits. Um, but I, I feel like this is in wake of an all-star appearance uh, from Devin Booker. I, I really feel like this is his year to really get that all-star uh, appearance. They've been playing really well, and I feel like Chris Paul, again, has been, been that difference maker, really showing that uh, he has the grit and he has the grind to really put it together. I feel like this Phoenix Suns team this year um, is going to be something to, to really reckon with. Um, but they have big games this week. They have, they have four games this week against Utah, uh, one at, at Utah, and then one at home. And then they play Minnesota and then the Spurs. So we're going to see exactly what they're made of this week, the Suns, and see if they're going to either jump down or, or stay at number one. Uh, but I definitely think that the Suns team is something to be reckoned with this season. Um, and now with the Lakers right now, they, they've been back and forth. They haven't really uh, got their identity yet. Their record is 23 and 24. Um, and like I've been saying this whole time, Frank Vogel's job is definitely on the line. Um, they haven't really committed to defend, um, especially seeing – that, you know, we have some great defenders in LeBron. We have Dwight Howard. We have, you know, Trevor Ariza. We just can't get 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 the the defensive side uh, to where we, we need it. Um, Anthony Davis has missed the last 17 games and is li listed questionable for the Lakers uh, last Sunday. Um, so seeing him that he's coming back, I'm definitely excited. Um, he he will certainly help us, the Lakers, to get back on track to get at least to to a 500 record. Um, but we're still seeing a lot more basketball right now. Um, the, the season's about to take off, especially uh, after February, which is the All Star break. In a, in about three more weeks, we got the All Star break. So make sure you guys tune in to hear more about what trade if trades are going to be going down or. Uh, what teams are um, moving up in, in that power ranking. So make sure you tune in. Well, I want to thank you for pushing play. And I want to remind you guys to support all your local businesses, support all your local artists, and support all your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Oveda signing off episode 153.